Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. I, I can't believe you guys don't know this. I'm oh. the one that said the title, but I didn't know it was Tina Turner. Tina Turner and Elton John. I did not grow up with this music, I'm sorry. What? Neither did we, really. I felt disrespected. Like, my parents left me out of the they loop. They you out of it. I'm mad that we're going on such a Tina Turner kick with the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> Next week, we better play some Prince. Nope, Tina Turner. Again. Nah, Tina has to take it out. Yes, sorry. for the last You know episode. what? Uh, I know the song for Forget the last Forget y'all. I do, too. <laughs> Yo, what up, AfterBuzz? It's your boy, DJ Jesse Janney. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for The Real Housewives of Atlanta, season five, reunion number two. Or we should just call it Nini's reunion, because this episode was all about Nini. I feel like yeah. Nini didn't get a lot. And Kim. Yeah, but Nini, I mean, started this off. I feel like Nini didn't really talk as much last in the first part. She didn't. Yeah, it was all Kenya. Kenya. It was the Kenya show. Now it's the Nini this, show. This episode really felt like old school Real Housewives because yes. Kenya wasn't involved and neither yeah, was Portia. True. Portia didn't say a peep. I felt like uh, the first episode was more bashing on Kenya. And then now this episode was bashing on Phaedra. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. I, I also felt that... Uh, even from the beginning when Kim came out, I felt like Nini and Kim were in different places because last reunion, it was like, we don't mess with each other anymore. Mm-hmm. And now it was kind of like, never say never. Well, they, I mean, they've had so much time to sit away from each other and kind of think of everything yeah. Nini's been going through this season. I mean, it, they're, like she said, they're in two totally different places. Um, all right, but let's start it out. So at the beginning, uh, Andy kind of brought the topic of meeting the girl the new girls and you know one thing Nini said is make sure when you meet the new girls get to know them don't go judged off of other people's opinion because there are sides here on the show and everyone else was kind of saying Nini you make it to be that there are sides on the show Candy said just because Phaedra has beef with Kenya 
don't mean I'm rude to Kenya. And Kenya did her whole little... Mm-hmm. Now, she is friends with Phaedra, but... So she is going to make comments. I don't feel like Ken- uh, Candy's really ever been disrespectful to Kenya. Would you guys think that? No. I don't think there was any disrespect between Kim and Kenya. Kenya I mean, and Candy? Candy and Kenya. And I also feel I mean, like... Was there this- any disrespect to Kenya at all, really? Or was it all in her head? Ooh. Yeah, I kind of think... It actually, that's a really good... Probably is on uh, her head. Quote, uh, Courtney. Um, and then I thought I loved when Andy Cohen kind of stood up and said, I feel like when Kim and Sheree were on the show, because Kim and Sheree were off of the show, NeNe felt like it wasn't divided anymore, and that's why she was being mm-hmm. more vocal with the girls. If they were still on it, she probably would have been very team t- talls and smalls mm-hmm. and all that. Um, but Nini can say, oh, let's not pick sides when a new girl comes on the show. But that's famous last words. I mean, in a group of girls, even if it's not all girls, you're going <clears> to <throat> pick you're going to sort of pick sides. If two people walked in that you guys wouldn't li- didn't like, chances are I wouldn't like them, right. you know? It's just, yeah. I, I mean, I, I get I get that part of it. Uh, Phaedra even said, you know, I feel like Nini didn't really give me a fair chance. Um, but, but at the end of the day, in the adult world, uh, even if your friends don't like somebody, you always show respect. Yeah. Regardless, I don't, I don't, so, and I don't think any of the girls didn't show respect towards anyone. I think this season was really smooth. It was the newer girls that kind of had the real beefs, mm-hmm. besides Phaedra. It also kind of seemed more to me because I'm not as familiar with as you guys with the very, very early days. But it seems kind of like literally the Nini show. It seems like she created it, she started it, she oh, brought she, on she who did she bring wanted. All the girls. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, no wonder yeah. she has such an upper hand mm-hmm. in this show. Like, I was very surprised that Kim gave Nini such a. Like, if it wasn't for Nini, I wouldn't have this lifestyle. Kim's I, always well, said she's that. she's done that before. Like, even in interviews, Kim gives props to Nini for bringing her on the show and, like, helping her meet her husband and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Even when it felt like Kim and Nini would never be friends, Kim, that's the one thing Kim always did give her credit for. Um, and like, like I said, um, like Kim said, I mean, we'll get into it more, but she said... I don't have really any... This, I'm, I've never been disrespectful towards Nini. Yeah, we get mad at each other and we have our fights, but it's never disrespectfully uh, taken out of context. And I, I, could, I could agree with that, Kim. I agree with it because I've, I've fought with friends and we ended up falling out. And yeah, we may not talk to each other anymore, but there's always a level of mutual respect mm-hmm. when we enter a room or when we see each other anywhere. So I understand... Where Kim and Nini go? Uh, coming from? I want to know if you guys understood what Nini was talking about when she talked about her divorce. She said, "I feel like me and Greg had problems before the divorce. Then we did the show, and the show added more problems. Duh. Um, and then she started saying, "I feel like Greg got jealous of me because I was becoming so famous and getting so big." Um, and then do well, you, not quite what she said I was becoming the provider I went from the one who was being supported by my husband to the one now making the most money I don't think well she definitely said the first part she said that she was used to being the one that was taken care of but I, she never really said then I started making the money she said then I started doing everything I'm doing and Greg mm-hmm. couldn't handle it I think it was the fame thing I don't really think it was a money thing because who wouldn't be happy that you're bringing more money right. into the household <laughs> bottom line more money equals vacations cars nicer house I think it was like the fame thing and she's an actress and she's all this but I mean we see 
that on every reality show. Right. Jessica Simpson in a cliche, a perfect example of she got too big for him. Well, then she goes and she uh-huh. puts the blame on the other girls saying they were going around saying that I was in love with Peter, I was in love with Charles Grant. Um, then she kind of blames Phaedra and Candy for the whole Peter thing and she was like, and that was very hurtful. Now, we'll speak on the Charles Grant thing in a second. But the Peter thing, I feel like all of us sat up here and we're watching the episodes and saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. And she also said that she said never said Peter was her boyfriend. That's a lie. She, Which she definitely, definitely said did. it was she said in like a joking manner. Something like yeah. my pretend boyfriend or yeah. boyfriend. Or in a joking like manner, we get it, but we used it, to talk about it yeah. all the time mm-hmm. in the old studio that we thought that they had something going on, or she wanted something to be going on, or he wanted something to be going on. Now. Yeah. Not for one second did I ever think they had something going on, yeah, but maybe a little wishful thinking. Yes. May, yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't. Yeah, I don't really ever think they did either. But we definitely like to talk about it, mm-hmm. and definitely like to joke about it. And the reason we did is because she acted that way. Right. I also don't think the flirting between Apollo and Kenya was similar to Nini's no. and Peter's. I think it was a whole no. different level. No, oh, because Phaedra and. Kenya are not friends, and Nini and Cynthia are like best friends. Right. Right. Well, yeah. That and uh, yeah, and obviously Nini has respect for Cynthia, mm-hmm. whereas Kenya is new to the show. She don't really know Phaedra like that, mm-hmm. and she just sees a sees a fine piece of meat. She's gonna go after it. Exactly. But as far as that sincerely and genuinely causing problems in her marriage with Greg, I don't think so. I think it was a, a, a perfect place for her to bring that. Like the producers are kind of like mention that mention that that kind of caused problems in your relationship. I really don't think it caused problems no. for her and Greg. He didn't even notice. He didn't even care. He wasn't even in the mix. I don't think it was the fame either that caused problems. I think it's the financial um, kind of transition to her becoming the more powerful woman financially. And she keeps saying the comment. He found out the grass wasn't greener on the other side. He did something. Yeah. And uh, think about it. He found her in the strip club. He was so probably back in the strip that's club. That's men looking at your, your woman naked every night. So you being on camera is not really a big deal. I mean, Yeah, but come on. Think yeah. of the difference. Your mentality in a strip club, you're making a lot of money, but your mentality in the strip club ain't what Nini's mentality is now. Now that Nini has fame, she's like, oh, no, honey, I don't do that. Yeah. She don't do... It's very Tamar Braxton. It's, I'm not going there. I'm not doing this. You ain't going to tell me what I'm going to do. Before, when she wasn't making the money, when she was... In a, in a that doesn't sense. come with fame, though. That comes yes, with that money. Does. What are you talking about that comes because with I think money? It comes with fame How many reality money? TV stars that don't make the money Nini's making? Yeah. You can't pay walk around and for where like you that. need to eat at? I think it's I mean, the fame more than the money for it sure. It don't matter if you don't want to eat there. If, if Greg wants to eat there because he's paying, I mean, you're going to eat there. No matter if you're famous, you're, you're broke. But now that she has money, it's more money to me. I'm sorry. But money but the, the money brings power, but also this show, the reality TV part of it, brings money as well. I mean, she wasn't getting paid. Yeah, yeah. Courtney, they go hand in now, hand. Now, Courtney, you've been loving NeNe since the beginning. Would you say it's money or would you say it's more the fame? I actually think it's a combination of both because it's an issue of control for Greg because as long as she was the stripper, like Mm -hmm. Mm class-wise, that he brought up out the club and was taken care of, he had a 
level above her. But as soon as she was making her own money, and it doesn't necessarily matter that it was like so much more money than him or whatever. I think in terms of if you want to call it a class kind of situation, like she's no longer just a stripper. He on the come up that he brought mm -hmm. up. Like right. now she's her own woman, her own person, and that's something that he had to deal with because obviously if he married a stripper to begin with, he probably had a little bit of of. Uh, I don't know, like a stake in the fact that like, oh, okay, well, I did all this for you and I made you mm -hmm. the person that you are now. The lady that you like to consider yourself now is because of me. Right. So I think it's probably more of a combination, not necessarily just, oh, he made more money, she made more money than me, or she's now famous, more famous than I, because I don't, I, I think it's just more that their dynamic had to change because of who she became, and it was no longer who she became because of him. Right. But that was I, a, I a long time ago. We're kind of talking about it like it's like she was working at the strip club. She married Greg, and within a year, she had her own TV show. Like, she came out of the strip club a long time I ago. Mean, what happened in the marriage in that 10, 15 years? Greg like, was taking care of her still. Still? That yeah. much? And he was still, yeah, and he was still the one, like, oh, you want to go out for pilot season? I'm buying your plane tickets. I'm right. the right. one that's making that he possible did all for that. you. Because right. if he was in a strip club by yourself, like, there's nobody to watch your son. There's nobody to do this. Like, I'm the one that helped you do that. And now this was something she had kind of had on her own to a certain degree. I just, you know, when, when I see this relationship, the dynamic change between her and it did change last season between her and Greg I always went to like personal experience I've been without a job and haven't been taken care of but I've also been the person taking care of somebody else and then seeing somebody else being able to provide for themselves it it does change the dy dynamic in a relationship because sometimes it's like whoa what do you do either I'm kind of jealous or I'm a little mad you know there's always these feelings that uh, evoke when money comes into play and that's why I said money. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah I, 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 I feel you, Courtney. I feel like it's, a, it is a little bit of both, but at the same time, a little bit of both. I do think there is Greg straight away and did something because even, as much as money and fame, can you mean cause like cheating? Yeah, yeah, can cause problems wow. in a relationship. I, I feel like Nini knows. Like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Greg, and I feel like Nini's the type of person who has so much respect for that like she cherishes it and no matter what type of argument or fight we're in I'm still not going to leave him but yeah. you did me wrong and so that's where I feel like he laid his head down somewhere where he shouldn't have been laying his head down I and that's know. where Nini lost well, his well that's the question that's another whole question because <laughs> I actually think he probably did something of that nature too yeah. and just going back to you like when Nini was kind of saying yes the ladies said all these things and no of course they didn't ruin our marriage but like that didn't help I'm pretty sure like obviously beyond what we just saw on camera those women Atlanta like they were definitely talking and rumors were probably running rampant which mm. might be why he was like oh, okay you gonna go out and do this with so and so and whoever else and I'm gonna go do this and that's where they like oh, that's definitely had a break there you mm -hmm. go. Um, all right, so then she brings up uh, the whole Marlo situation, and she claims that Phaedra seeked out Marlo to be on the show in order to mess with Nini. Yeah, because Courtney that is when it. all ah. the stuff was going on with Greg. The divorce was in full force, and that guy, what's his name? Charles, Charles uh, Grant. Yeah, I mean, Phaedra like, brought her on because she Do was I believe Charles Grant. Do I believe Phaedra had those type of intentions for Nini I don't think so I'm sorry I, did you I, not well, learn no. anything from this episode okay, but she I, is I shady mean, it's here uh, here, it's I, I here and she didn't deny it you guys yeah, she, she did not deny yeah. any of that no yes yeah, she, she did and she, she said, apologized 
She said I did not seek uh, Marlo to come out on the show, and that's where they were arguing about it. Now, I don't think... I don't understand the animosity between Phaedra and Nini. I've never... I mean, you, you see that they don't really click, but I feel like they've always been like... There's a lot of holes in the... Why they're beefing? Yeah, I, even the fact that Phaedra's like, we didn't know each other growing up, Nini, and she was like, no, I didn't know you. Like, t- to me, why would Phaedra even say that? Can I be really real? What I honestly like, and just judgmentally thinking about this, I feel like because Nini made a couple statements tonight that were ooh, like real shocking. When we talked about um, the whole, she also brought up that Phaedra said uh, that Phaedra, Sheree, and Kim went behind her back to find out dirt. Um, on her with her sisters who she hadn't spoken to in over eight years um, Nini said it was low down dirty why would you do me like that now Phaedra looked funny so part of me feels like it wasn't Phaedra who initially hmm. hit the girls up but Phaedra but she went with it and she made went it with, happen exactly went with it and was a part of it when it was happening which is why you can see when Phaedra would feel strong about uh, a po- coming against uh, Nini but then you could also see where she would kind of be kind of flustered or quiet and knew where to like sit down mm-hmm. what do you guys think about well that? yeah and one of the parts that she was really strong about was yeah but they asked me to come to the party but it's like yeah because you had already gone to lunch with them or whatever you right. had done she was very adamant about I didn't seek them out for my party well that's what not what he's accusing you of mm-hmm. of course you're they're going to want to come to your party because they already know you because you seek you them the out in there, yeah. yeah put the bug in their ear which you- is also where she did not she didn't say it make it seem like that when she came in studio because I was like oh okay well that kind of makes sense when she came in for the mm-hmm. interview and she's like I mean we all knew each other back in all Albany, like I'm still cool with them, so that's why they were at the party. That mm-hmm. is not what was communicated on that reunion. I tell me if I'm crazy. I also thought Nini, it's like okay, you haven't seen or communicated with your half sisters in eight years, and now that you are becoming something really big, um, now they want to get in, and oh, of course yeah. they're going to tell you anything, but because. You're going to ask them, why were you with Phaedra? Well, now, because you're NeNe Leaks, they're going to say, well, she was trying to get in, girl. She was trying to do... So, like, who they do you wanna believe? Be the, they want to be the innocent ones. Right. That's why I feel like, like you said, there are holes in the story. I feel... I don't... I don't not believe Phaedra didn't do something that was... A, I feel like Phaedra wasn't doing it with ill intent. I feel like she's just gossipy. I feel like Sheree and Kim could have set something up. Phaedra knew them and kind of, like, invited them to... Knowing that... Ph- uh, who was that that did that? She's like a Teresa. Teresa knew that something was going to be shady going down. Now, oh, she didn't yeah, initiate yeah. it. Phaedra didn't initiate it. But she still it, let it happen. But she let it happen. I feel like that's why Phaedra was so strong in some of her arguments, but then also weak at certain points. Um, but here's where I think Nini is a little shady because... Nini was very careful about the words that she used and very careful not to say too much about Phaedra. So what did she say? She said, I could have had Angela Stanton right here on this couch right next to me, but I'm not that type of person. And tell everybody that's the girl who wrote the book about Phaedra. Because I didn't know that. I was like, who is that? Oh, my God. Um, And then she went on to say, uh, because you have a a past, Miss Phaedra, we yes, all she have a past. And I'm wondering, because I've known some shady people in my life, and, you know, even though they're <laughs> shady, people have used their shadiness to get what things that they want. I wonder if Phaedra and Nini had, if Nini had used maybe Phaedra's services. Yeah. 
at one point in time, which is why none of the girls have... Nobody has spoken out about the whole Phaedra thing. Because yeah, Jesse thinks that she's helped out like almost each and every one of them with something. Because why else aren't they just calling her out? Mm-hmm. Like just call her out, just say it. Where, do, where are you uh, at with that, Courtney? I mean, it would make sense. She's like the lawyer. They're you know regular chicks from Atlanta in the beginning. Don't know what the heck they're doing for real. So of course she's sort of the entertainment person that they might have gone to to like take care of business or shady stuff that might have been going on so I I mean they obviously she has something on all of them apparently because right. there's all kind of stuff we except know here about Phaedra that doesn't come out so. except the new girls yeah except but, the new girls but there I also disagree a little because I feel like they wouldn't even call Shadra, Phaedra shady if she did something for them they wouldn't even call her that because yeah. they like that about yeah. her because they helped her I think what it is more is that they know stuff goes on about her but they're not touching it because they know that she could sue them. She could do all kinds of stuff. So I think that they know, um, but I don't really necessarily think that they've helped her because they wouldn't be calling her that. If, they, if she had helped them, they no, wouldn't no, be no. calling her that. Helped her in the sense of, I mean, it could be down to like, because when you I read know. the book, Phaedra was doing credit card fraud so she could buy shoes, and Nini loves her shoes. It could have been something as simple as like, that, though, because girl, they, I can hook you up with these shoes. Or, no, I, I don't no, even no, think it's that no, because no, they wouldn't say no. that, they, that you're shady and you're low down. They wouldn't say a word. But why? Why not? That, that That's the one thing that they can say. It's like, bitch, I, I know what you do and don't make me say nothing. And then Phaedra could be I able know. to so say Phaedra it. Sat, Phaedra sat there real quiet at certain points like, mm, all right, I'm, I know my... Like, she knew her place. I guess. I don't know. I, I guess. If Phaedra felt all high and mighty and powerful being a lawyer, come on. She, she would, would say it. Yeah. She, would, she, she would. deals with court. Like, she knows how to come back at people. Yeah. But obviously... She knows that they all know that there are certain lines. I don't know. I I, I mean, Frazier is a well-respected lawyer in Atlanta, so I mean. But if uh, I don't respect Fedra anymore, if if she's just completely fake and shady and low down, Courtney, did you ever when you were in? She's Atlanta, a lawyer, people. That's what lawyers do. <laughs> what do all, you expect? Not all of them. She's paid to be a good liar. Come on now, <laughs> Courtney. When you were uh, down Atlanta, did you ever hear of Miss Fedra Parks at Squire? I did not, but in my in her defense, I spent most of my time in Atlanta as a kid, not as oh, an yeah. adult. Right. So, um, so you know the whole Nini thing that was very interesting versus her and Phaedra. Um, who would you say made the other one more popular? Do you think Kenya made oh Phaedra more popular or Phaedra no. made Kenya more popular? I'm so sick of Phaedra. Phaedra saying... I mean, I know Kenya started because Kenya was like, mm-hmm. I made you relevant in the storyline. Well, she kind of did. Kind of. Kind of, kind of. She made it more interesting. because I do think that Phaedra was doing her funeral home. And yeah, it was funny, but we didn't get all excited to come in here and talk about her funeral home. When she was fighting with Kenya, we got excited to come in studio and talk about but her. But we Wait did talk about Phaedra. And the reason why we talked about Phaedra is because she had clever wordplay. Yeah. And she was a little shady on the show. I can admit that. So it was interesting to always watch Phaedra. If I had known she was shady all along, it would have been more interesting. But I'm just now finding this out. But, so I think that Kenya had her point or whatever. But now the fact that Phaedra, she must have said it 20 times in this episode. You can't even get an interview with a media outlet unless you're talking about me. Like, come on. Kenya, we talk about Kenya. Or Portia. Or Walter. Or anything. Or Apollo. But it's the damn truth. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. If if Kenya, who else would you talk about? Uh, What would you ask Kenya? 
Walter, anything about Portia, Wonka. Walter, Portia, and who? Phaedra. That's four people, though. That's three people. Three people, not just Phaedra. My point but is... She yeah, but I would, I would ask those all about all three people in the one I, interview. I wouldn't care about any of I wouldn't even that, care. But that wouldn't be the only way I would do an interview with her is because I want to hear stuff about Phaedra. Would you ask her about her production company and her Yes. Movie? Really? Yes. What would you ask her? Uh, why are you lying about your fake production company? <laughs> Kenya, if she came in here Which right now, only got called out to- because of Phaedra. <laughs> oh, no. We could talk about Phaedra for two hours without even mentioning Phaedra's no, name. I could talk... Inter- we interviewed Phaedra, so I mean, yeah, he, like, she, she meant to say. Kenya. I meant to say Kenya. I could like, talk to Kenya for two hours about all her movie roles and her Miss USA. I could talk to her no for time. hours. But what? But Phaedra. the juiciest part of no. Ken- girl, bye. what the workout the video? Yeah, the part of the booty fight. It really, and the husband. It, I mean, and the husband. Yeah, well, I could ask Phaedra Especially so many damn questions. Week. You don't want to know about Apollo? I definitely do, but that's Apollo. It's not just Phaedra Get, and the uh, booty. I'm so sick of hearing about the stupid workout I'm video. So I can't I'm even. Mad at you. I hope and our fans. Now we heard Phaedra's side. Wouldn't you want Kenya? I think the juiciest part is going to be Apollo and the text message. For sure. Oh, that's why it's in the third part. You would oh, think they would have so saved good. Kim for the end. No, yeah. But oh, it's going to be so good. Um. All right. So then we get into. Let's just finish Phaedra. Oh, Phaedra and the. Wait, bu- can we, before we do that, what did the the preview say? Something about. She said, I can do more than what your wife can do for you mm-hmm. in the better, something like yes. that. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see and that. And Apollo basically pretty much pulled out his phone to show it. And the only reason we know that that's kind of legit is because she had her phone out, too. Mm-hmm. She was, like, trying to prove whatever. Oh, she was, was so wait, but she was really in that yeah. phone. She was like... <laughs> It's gonna be so Just good. like you guys should be in your phone downloading us on iTunes. Uh, make sure you guys hit us up on iTunes. Subscribe to us, Real Housewives of Atlanta, AfterBuzz TV. Subscribe, leave us a comment, leave a Twitter handle. We'll give you a shout out on the show. We'll give everyone rundown of shout outs next week in the final episode. And please rate us five stars. I do a double camera action. That's Mikey Watts' hand. Yes. Stop everything. If this season were to come on next season, who would you want to see on the show? Kenya or Phaedra? Phaedra. If you had a, you lie. Phaedra. No, I'm, you lie. I don't Phaedra lie. Parks. I as I shitty I love as Phaedra. Phaedra. Phaedra, I'm interested in Phaedra. I want to know what her past was. I mean, someone wrote a book about her. I wouldn't want to read and the no book damn is book hella about Kenya Moore. <laughs> Okay, the book entices me a little. I'm gonna let you borrow the book, and you're gonna have a oh whole God, different op- opinion of Phaedra. And as Ain't crazy that Courtney's as it is, book, I what? just don't feel like we're gonna get anything. No, more one of out our of fans it. sent it. We're just oh. not gonna get anything more out of Phaedra. It's not gonna happen. But you, come She's on. like a lockbox. Last week, oh yeah, no, we're not gonna hear anything. I know that sucks. But w- let Kenya be on the show long enough to really get some dirt. And Ken, I feel like Kenya don't care about no type of lawsuit, and Kenya will have it in the damn streets <laughs> of what really went down. But uh, so I, I don't know. But all right, so Phaedra and this butt dialing thing. Now here's where the shade comes on Bravo, where they try to call her out. But really, I believe what Phaedra told us as far as with the producers. But fa- so yeah. bas- basically. I mean, the phone conversation was Nini had the the message on her phone. Um, She said that it was she butt dialed, and you recorded a butt dialed phone conversation. Yeah, no, no, it was on a voicemail, right? Yeah. Oh, there we go. It was on a a voicemail. So, what did Phaedra say in the studio? I don't know what the hell I believe anymore. It wasn't like. I don't care if anyone comes to uh, the birthday party. Mm -hmm. It's my son's birthday party. If you don't come. I don't give a F. Yeah. 
It I've, wasn't like I was saying F Cynthia, and I think Cynthia knows that that's what it and was. And that's why she was patting her on the leg, whatever. I think that's a great excuse, and I totally bought it, but if it's the truth, why doesn't she just say it at dinner instead of acting like she got bitten on the chest with my book? <laughs> Wait, what? I had forgotten about that. Oh. That was so amazing. If it's true, which it's totally believable, and I totally got it, when she put it like that, I was like, oh yeah, that does make sense. It's your son. The only person you really care about being there is your grandmother. I don't give an F about anyone else. But if that was really the truth, why didn't she just say that in the first place? I think it was, that was a concocted conclusion by producers or some people that have just had months to think about it. Because why didn't she just say it when they sat down at dinner? She would have been like, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean anything towards you. I just meant, I don't care if any of my Real Housewives friends well, Who come. knows if that was said or what? Because the, what Faye just said had happened was... She was talking to producers. She was talking producer. to the producer, mm-hmm. and it, they recorded the conversation, sent it to Nini, and told Nini to play it for Cynthia. Yeah. Well, so obviously that's right? not going to happen, and that's not going to come out. Or that's why <laughs> reality television confuses me. It's not actual reality. And I do believe that they use Nini as a pawn to kind of throw things into the girl because sure. she's so into production. But if we, as much as we complain about it, if the producers weren't doing that, the show would probably no, be exactly. pretty boring. Yeah, yeah. they sure. have to do it. Of course, of course. Um, then they go on to say, "You say you don't swear," um, and I thought her answer for that was mm-hmm. legit. It was on point. Yeah. You can't. You'll nev- you can back a lawyer into a corner, but they'll always be able to talk themselves out of that corner. <laughs> always. <sighs> All right. Let's get into it. The bitch is back. Kim enters. Kim Zolziak. What, what's the new last name? Whitfield? Beerman. Beerman. Or Beerman. Um, Courtney, what did, I say what did you think of her uh, outfit? I actually ended up liking it because I was worried when I saw it on the preview on the sides. I was like, what's going on? I mean, there was a little bit of extra meat hanging off the back, which wasn't so it hot. Wasn't that but bad, I thought she was nice. Me too. I, I wish it wasn't a nude panel. On the side. If the panel had been up higher to cover up that one actual door, it would have been perfect, but I like the dress. But Jesse said that Melissa off Real Housewives wore it, and all that, I bet, looked amazing. Bang, yeah. Right? It's just like you look at Kim and you're like, oh, mm. I look like Pig in a Blanket. I thought she looked well, cute. She I did don't not like look Melissa, like, so. She didn't uh, look like a Pig in a Blanket. Come I don't on. like Melissa either, but I can't even front. She looked, her body was amazing in that dress. <sighs> like, because I was, I was looking at Kim wearing, I'm like, this isn't the way the dress is supposed to be worn. Yeah, and then my friend like, pulled up I, uh, Instagram. Show yeah. me Melissa, and I was like, oh. Well, mm. Kim looked better mm. in the face. She looked a little different, and maybe it's just because she's slimmer in the face because she's not pregnant anymore, or but she looked good. Shoots drugs in she, her face. Real she hair. Shoots drugs. Oh, yeah. Her real hair, but it was still the part that was coming out of the clip was fake. It was a clip on. The, coming out of the clip, right, Courtney? You, That's right? what it looked like to me. Yeah. That means, yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't a wig, but there was a hair piece in there. Mm-hmm. All right, well. That's fine. <laughs> and, and Andy Bravo looked really... Uh, Specific as to what part of the hair he pulled. He was pulling the front part, which has always been real anyway. Right. I'm like, C- pull her by the back. <laughs> like, just unclip it. I know. <laughs> Waving in the air. <laughs> wig. Where's wig? Um, I love Nini's wig. Wig colors, and too. nose. The yeah. wig and the nose. God, Sheree's I want Sheree to come back. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Um, I would have really Sheree would be so interesting to see Sheree and Kenya. Kenya, oh my God, it'd be classic because what were Sheree saying? wouldn't respond. That's why Sheree got sent away because she tried to act like she was above it all. Or Sheree well, and Portia, no, because she had a classic moment with Marlo. Yeah, that was amazing. But also Sheree and Portia because who called out Portia as being the new Sheree? <laughs> They're like, your husband's <laughs> gonna leave you, oh, just know. like just like Portia's husband or just like Sheree's husband left her when she got too old. Would it be more interesting oh. if Sheree was back on the show and Portia was off? Uh, mm, I like Portia. 
No, now Porsche's going to be good because this quarter. Yeah, I think Porsche's business. way better. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Kim says, uh, I'm excited to be back. There are lots of things to be cleared up. And then laughed and said, oh, yeah, that lawsuit, that's hilarious. I think they just weren't allowed to talk about it. Yeah. Probably not. Um, then they bring up the whole dinner and the excuses. Mm-hmm. And Kim says that they never confirmed Anguilla. And then Andy puts her on blast and says, well, even production says you confirmed Anguilla. Yeah. And I loved how Nini took charge of it. And it wasn't aggressive. It wasn't an, in a rude way trying to call her out or anything. I liked how Nini said, well, we were all... I f- she was like, I felt like that meeting before we started shooting, when we all sat down and, you know, those dates came up, I felt that that's where everything was confirmed, you know, but I don't know. And I don't I, I liked I liked how Nandy, how Nini handled everything with Kim tonight. Yeah, Nini was, well, obviously, Nini's in a totally different place, so she's not trying to disrespect Kim. She's not trying to go down to that level. She's just saying, hey. We moved our schedules around what we thought you would be able to travel. And uh, I think Kim actually took to that because, I mean, at the end, they bonded. Yeah. um, The lunch, that annoyed me because, like, the whole first half of the lunch, Kim was going. And then literally a second passed, and she's like, oh, wait, I'm not. So so I wonder if it was when they brought up the word Anguilla. Because she she keeps saying, you said we were traveling in the United States. That's true. Anguilla in the United States. So I wonder if maybe in that meeting they said, oh, you guys are going to go to Miami. And Kim was like, yeah, sure. I don't mind going to Miami. That's fine. But... And, I mean, I felt everything she was saying. Yeah, if I was... I mean, I don't know what it's like to be pregnant, but I would assume if you have the baby at 32 weeks and you're at 28, 29 weeks, I wouldn't want to be in another country. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. But just say I'm not going. Yeah. Well, that's what Nini said. She said, I would rather you just say, I don't want to travel with you bitches. Yeah, but that maybe really might not have been the case. Maybe she really would have gone. If she wasn't at 28 weeks. Well, then stop getting knocked up. How about that? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, because th- then again, uh, like Nini said, you could kind of see when they showed it back. Kim sitting at that table and even, I mean, they all brought it up. It was just like, you're always making excuses. Cynthia was more offended at the fact that, like, we all make the attempt to go do these things. So obviously the way production is, is they tell you, you need to go to this yeah. party. You need to stay there for... Be from beginning to end, yeah, and that's what causes the drama because you have to sit at this party for this whole time. There's nothing to do, yeah, and it's like, well, let's just talk shit, yeah. And <laughs> Kim gets the pass and the excuses, and that's where I feel like a little. I'm not going to say jealousy, but a little animosity comes from some of the girls, uh, especially Candy, because Candy's on multiple occasions has spoken about. I have things that I have to do, like I have projects. I had a a show to go to. And we moved the date. I couldn't do the show. And Kim gets to do what she wants. So, I mean, I I can see both sides of the story. And then when Cynthia said, I was relieved you were gone because I felt like you were relieved. Like, it just looked like, seemed like you didn't want to be there. Even watching her at that dinner table that time, it just looked like she was listening to them talking. She was like, you know what? Like, I really don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, but I mean, Kim wanted her own show. She got exactly what she wanted because when you have your own show, you do what you want for Mm -hmm. the most part. But when it's five of you, yeah, you really do have to set meetings to figure out what dates you're all available to shoot. But, I mean, didn't Kim have a contract? How could she just walk off the show like that? Like, literally. Like, doesn't she have a contract? That would, that's an interesting I think Bravo had already offered her the other show they're like yeah you could switch to your own show so yes you can leave this one I just don't see them being like oh yeah it's cool leave, leave the but show is Kim's yeah. show no actually r- like 
popping. Like. Yeah, I mean, it's on. People watch yeah, it, I guess. It's mm-hmm. coming back. Are they living in the townhouse, Courtney, on the show? Yes. Well, oh, my yes, gosh. They're, they're still in it, but they're, I guess, maybe because it's... Actually, no, because they should be done filming, so maybe they're not in it yet because she said they would be in the house in the mm-hmm. summer but on like, the reunion, so... Wow, Yeah. Well, so then they sit down. She, you know, she talks about her pregnancy, and it was a lot. And doing the show was a lot with all these other girls. And at the same time, where I under was understanding Kim, I loved Phage's comment about I had my baby on the show, and yeah. I'm a working lawyer, and I never Mr. took Day one day off. Yeah, and I do believe that about Phage because Phage is very a hard worker. She's a go go hustler. Uh, and then we see the way. Kim handles her lifestyle. It's like, oh my god, I'm, yeah, everything's too much for me. I need you to milk the baby. I need you to, you know, to, milk the baby. Yeah, I don't know. What I'm gonna say <laughs> that. Uh, feed the baby and I'm all this stuff. And it's like things that a mother should be doing for a child. You were letting someone else. So how dare you, Kim? Actually. Turn to Candy and say, "Oh, well, nobody's raising my babies but me." What? The, what is she talking about? Candy has one kid. What did she like? What? What is she even talking about? And with the whole, didn't we always used to make fun of Kim for like having the nanny? Yes, and Candy, and the yep. sweetie. That's what Candy yeah. said. Candy's like, you had a nanny with every single one of your kids. And what she's saying is probably the younger ones too. Like no, because we always used to say we never saw her even hold the baby. It was always the nanny yeah. in every episode. Like, though. where did she get off saying that? I will never. I don't understand it. Well, I wonder. I mean, I wonder. I wonder if Candy's daughter was living with her yes. before the new house. And didn't Candy's daughter used to stay with Kim? Kim's probably like holding that over her head. Oh. Like she used to stay with me. And be like, yeah, you can't raise your own daughter. But come on, that's different. Yeah. Then having a full time nanny, it's like, can my daughter come stay at your house? Uh, right. Yeah, and I loved when Candy stopped and was like, um, okay, everyone's being nice, and that's Which nice that nice. everyone's being nice. <laughs> but we were all sick and tired of you, like yeah. coming up with all these excuses. I wanted a little more from Candy, but I understand you have a lawsuit, so you can't really. I guess. <laughs> go in. But, but Nini's whole demeanor changed, and like we said, the show is edited into different pieces. But I mean, Nini almost slumped down. She's almost like talking like a white girl, like so nice and pleasant. I was shocked. I couldn't well, believe okay. she was acting so here's like that. So w- here's what I want to say. I wonder if Kim and Nini obviously were the originals. They started off together. Yeah. So the one thing Cynthia brought up was uh, we feel like you bail out and you're held to a different standard. You get to leave early. We have things to do too. And then she kept bringing up... Um, and I'm just piecing things together, and I could be over-exaggerating, but then Kim brings up, well, how did you feel about Nene getting her own jet or driving in the car when you guys had to sit on the bus? Uh, you know, and then even Phaedra, when she got in her argument, I'm not going to chase you, Nene. I'm not going to, you know, suck your ass. I'm not going to put you on a pedestal. Lick your booty. So I wonder <laughs> if the girls do <laughs> hold but a suck little... suck your ass works, too. ...animosity towards Nene, and obviously they did towards Kim... But in the fact that they may get different treatment or the show might revolve more around them in their schedules. Kim even said, or Candy even said, Candy goes, I wasn't saying anything like that. She's like, Nene had to work. I don't care that she took a private jet because she had to. She had to work or flew. She's like, we just don't want to take the bus next time. Nothing wrong with that. No, nothing well, and so, and, and but again, then going into that with uh, the way Nene's demeanor was towards Kim. Oh, okay, yeah. Would you say that there's a bit of maybe respect from Nini in the sense of Something. like, 
All right, bitch, you, you done left the show, got your own TV show, like, got married, got you a man, and y'all really happy. Like, I really didn't think y'all were going to be happy. Do you think it's more of that type I of I think mentality? they, like, love each other. I don't know. Yeah, They're both, like, so fun. nice. They were just... Kim is Kim can always act like that. She can act right when she has to. I feel like she, you know, she as much as she talks like a sailor and all that. When she has to act nice, she does. But Nini was just like I had never seen it before. She just got so I don't know. She probably misses the dynamic yeah. of their friendship. I I kind of honestly think that like maybe we even talked about this. Were they made up before the reunion? Because that's what it seemed like to me. They have made up and they just didn't really I don't know talk if they about made it on up the show. Because I feel like when I saw them together, it was after the reunion was filmed. But I'm sure there was a conversation yeah. already had. Between and the yeah. that's why they were so pleasant to each other. I'm sure they made up before. Yeah. And I think Mimi recognized like when they had their like major drama the last season. Like she was saying how she saw. How how ugly she looked when she was acting a fool mm-hmm. and she didn't appreciate that mm-hmm. I think she recognized that a lot of what some of I mean not everything obviously because Kim is her own mess herself but I think she recognized that some of the mess that they got into was because she was in a bad place and now she's not there anymore yep. right. and they're both in happy places so it goes back to like what they actually had to begin with because they were actually cool yeah. friends and that's life when you're in a bad place you do stupid things because you're not happy when you're happy you're able to see the stupid things you used to do and how dumb you looked and not do them again and now that I'm just saying I would watch a Kim and Nini show Bravo I, 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 would, I, I definitely would everybody I definitely would and I think that it could really work now I really do because they're both happy and they can go back and look back to back when maybe they weren't happy with everything that was going on but they were still friends like their friendship worked could you ever imagine if they planned this whole thing and just to, <laughs> just to get ready yeah, between I could totally the two imagine of them it. I actually really could um, alright let's talk about this Kim insulting Candy's Shady neighborhood. Um, Kim says it was innocent. Candy really couldn't say anything about it. She kept saying, I don't know if I should feel offended or not. And then Nini goes on to say that I think Kim might be a racist. And to me, that part was really bothered me because it's like, I don't think Kim's a racist. Not I think all. I think using the word ignorant was a little better of not knowing. I don't even think that. How could she be ignorant when she does a show with five? Well, ignorant, uh, ignorant means not knowing. Just so, because she's on the show with five other yeah. black women does not mean she's not a racist. So you think no, Kim no, is no. Right? I'm saying I'm saying I don't think it makes her ignorant because like she knows. She knows. No, no because true. sometimes when you hang out with uh, if you're hanging out with five African American girls and you use choice words let's not even get into numbers like it doesn't even matter the number if you hang out with an African American person or a person of a different race it does not mean you still cannot be a racist things things happen certain circumstances put people in certain places I have a lot of white friends and sometimes I do feel offended by comments that are said that doesn't mean racist though Okay, ignorant. I don't think she's racist. I think I she's think ignorant. She's prejudiced. Prejudice in the sense of what? In the sense that she doesn't necessarily just like her commentary, like about the neighborhood and stuff like that. Right. That is not necessarily coming from a knowledgeable place. That's coming from oh, this is a black neighborhood, and like that's not. And I'm not saying that it wasn't given to her by Sweetie in that moment, but I think that she it's along with ignorance and prejudice. I don't think it's a racist racism issue because that's a power dynamic, and I don't think she's trying to exert that on anybody. And I don't think it's intentional. Yeah, but it's not intentional. That's but she's, see, here's why I, I don't, definitely don't think it's intentional, and I don't think it has ill intent to it either. 
You Here's know, but why even I don't com- say prejudice though, because I feel like if Kim was driving through a trailer park, she would make the same type of comments that. So then, that she was making about Kim. Then you stuff. agree with Courtney? It would be prejudice. No, I, I, well, I, to an extent, but I just think to me it's more ignorance and the fact of like she's so comfortable. Like with, with when it comes to Nini and Candy, she feels so comfortable with the people that she feels like she can say whatever she wants because she's come on, she's gone around saying some crazy ish to everybody. But I wasn't offended by the neighborhood comment. It was the one about the pool and then like if I was black. I would have an indoor pool as well. But th- that's What's not, wrong with that's that? Just I, that's stupid. Fun. Like, it's she's like, just being stupid. Okay, like, look, there's not. It's not like racist. But so if Candy that. said, "Oh, you but can't it is go a little bit ignorant because you know you're gonna burn right up and get cr- get get all wrinkly," like that's the same. But it is a little bit ignorant. But hey, ignorant, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not stupid. The world sees color, and sometimes we always have to communicate in, in those type of ways. Well. If Portia, or not Portia, if Fader had walked into Candy's house and said, this is a bad neighborhood, would this even be an issue? I feel like poor Kim has had it from the first day one because she is the white girl. Anything she says. Like she said. The, the holding the black baby in Africa or whatever it was. Anything she says is going to be turned around. I so, do agree with that, I mean, too. so that's just the end of it, I, I think. But right? she always throws herself in the line of fire. So. <laughs> yeah. well, because, but because she's a loudmouth. Well, yeah, she's a loudmouth, and she's just not thinking. She doesn't have a filter on her mouth. But like Courtney said, I don't think it's with ill intent at all. In any no. type of way, I don't no. ever see Kim in that light. And that's what bothered me with Nini Nini's to go out that, and say right? racist. But like, that still doesn't make it okay. Like, no, no, you right. can still, like, Nini's feeling about it and feeling that energy about it. And I only speak because I've been in the situation way too many times. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make it okay that she doesn't mean it in a cruel way or whatever. Like, right. the bottom line is you're around black women. There are certain things that, you know, you should be aware of and that maybe if you say it, yeah, oops, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean it like that. Like, I'm sorry. I just... That's my I've opinion. been in that situation way too many times as well. Alrighty, but so then we get into Kim and Candy, the LLC document about cash. Um, that was a mess. No, so funny. But Candy's I, again, like, okay, I'm over it so now. Stupid. It's really not that big of a deal. But again, I kind of agree with what Kim said. If you showed me Cash's room and said, this is Cash's room, don't you think when I said, I'm going to name my baby Cash, Bravo, when it went back, showed the clip of you showing me Cash's room. Yeah. Candy admitted, she goes, oh, I asked them to. Yeah. She's like, I told them to go back and look. And they so, didn't yeah, find they didn't it. Have it yet. So, I and mean, then Candy also kind of admitted, she's like, I thought I told you, mm-hmm. but she kind of pretty much says, maybe I didn't, but I thought I did. Yep. Um, Candy admitted that. Dumb. It I know. Dumb. That's a stupid argument. Can- it's a stupid argument, but I can see why K- oh, Candy was mad at yeah. first, of course. But Candy is the first to admit, I'm so over it, it doesn't even matter anymore. Right. You know? She ain't ma- naming her baby Cash oh. no more. Um, she said, our issues came from business. Kim admitted she has no friends from the show. But if she could redo anything, she would would have communicated with the girls better. Which, I guess that's a big up, but it's like, okay, well, you still can. Even though you're not on the show, you could still reconnect. And maybe she will. Maybe now that she's off the show, she can reconnect with them better and have a better relationship with Nini now that they're not on the show anymore. Mm -hmm. And they can do the Kim and Nini show, and we'll all be thrilled. Minus sweetie. Nini and Kim, can they be friends again? Nini said, never say never. I just feel like we're in different places. Which I agree, but now that she's out in Beverly Hills, I mean, I see more Kim in her <laughs> every, every time I see her. <laughs> um, we uh, Let's head into predictions. 
Is she out in Beverly Hills or the Hot Hills? Because there's a big difference. Hollywood Hills, but from her hairdresser, I was told Beverly Hills, so I don't know if she moved or... Well, Nini's now the million-dollar baby on Glee. She got the new big role, and she's it's like million-dollar contract. And you need it because New Normal got canceled. <laughs> new Normal got canceled? That sucks. But she's also, next season, the highest paid housewife, a million dollars. Well, yeah, she's the highest paid housewife because she got the Glee thing. Uh, like, Bravo's not paying her the most money. She is the highest paid housewife, like, well, as in she's the, ho- she's she the housewife. Period, re- she probably, yeah, I she thought might she was be. making a million for next she, season. The, what's, in the new, what's in the news right now is that she's making a million dollars for uh, for Glee. Glee. Yeah. So that's why she is the highest so what's paid gonna be? housewife. Now she's going to be her net worth six million. Right. All right, Nene. Doing it up. Uh, Nene and Kim hugged. Loved it. And next week we're getting the guys on the show. So is Cordell there? Nope. So they're all just no, talking about No, I know Walter. Yeah, that's my thing. All right. Well, I understand Cordell not wanting to do it, though. Because I feel like Cordell's contract is different from everybody else's because he's not he was probably dragged into it. No, I have, I see no reason why he should not be there. Really, the rest of I there. see why he's it's one of the, the same husbands. reason why they're getting divorced because he really probably didn't want to do the show. Yeah, but then why is she all defending her marriage if it's clearly already things were happening bad if he didn't go to the look reunion? Good on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And she was not expecting that divorce. But Cordell to me is a douche, douche anyways. Uh, Walter actually tweeted about why he wasn't there. He said Bravo would not let him. Yeah, That's it's so the same reason <laughs> Marlo wasn't there. They're not a real castmate. Well, not only that, forget Marlo, but Walter, they wouldn't, aren't going to bring Walter on the show. The same reason why they didn't say, oh, we gave Nene that butt dial phone call. Because what's it's Walter going to sit up there and say, they pay me y'all trying to pay me to get married to this woman. Like, yeah. So I guess that because come on if it really was a whole bunch of drama they would have brought Walter on the show and let's face it if Walter came out Kenya would have walked off well, that's true too crying so I'm excited <laughs> I can't wait to see this Apollo situation it seems like all the husbands are going to go against uh, Kenya next week yeah. even Peter talking about oh, Walter Peter. Peter just can't stop wait is Greg there uh, I don't. Yeah, I, I think Probably, he's there. Maybe I don't know. Peter's a little outspoken. I'm he so, is. Sometimes I just want so him to angry. shut it. Uh, like, yeah, he's an angry guy. He's scary. Uh, <laughs> Apollo News and Gossip has one ball. <laughs> News and Gossip. Just thought I'd add that in there. There you go. Well, uh, apparently it's working pretty well. They got baby number two. It sure is. And it's attracting uh, Kenya over there, too. Uh, make sure you guys hit us up on iTunes. Follow us on AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can follow me and keep the conversation going all week on Twitter at DJ Jesse J. Steph Bauer TV. Mikey 3000 Watts. And hit up Courtney at... Till next week, same time, same place, for the last time. Oh no! Till next, oh yeah, till next time. time. Till, till the, for the last time, till next time. And we're gonna have a special surprise for you next week. Peace. Peace. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.